Welcome to the Abide Daily Podcast from Ecclesi of the Church in Salt Lake City, a time led by our pastors and others in our church to abide in God through prayer, reflection, and the reading of His Word together. Hey, this is Becca. Thanks so much for joining us today for the podcast. Before we begin our time of prayer and reading, let's start off by taking a moment just to pause and be still. Just be aware of God's presence with us. Now let's take a moment to share with the Lord where we're at, what we're thinking, what's on our mind, um, maybe what's on our heart, how we're feeling as we approach this time with Him. Just share where you're at. Also spend some time in gratitude, thanking Him for all that He has done, all that He's doing currently, and all that we know He promises to do. O God, the source of all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works, give to your servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments, and that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lord, as we read your words in scripture, we ask that you would open our eyes, open our ears to see and hear from you as you reveal yourself in your written word. Holy Spirit, would you um, convict our hearts where there is um, need for conviction? Would you encourage and comfort our hearts where there is need for courage and comfort? Lord, draw near to us and meet with us. Lead us into your kingdom today. The passage for today's reading is Luke chapter 1 and 2, but I'm going to be reading in chapter 1, starting in verse 46. Now this is after the birth of John has been foretold, both to Elizabeth and Zechariah, and the birth of Jesus has been foretold to Mary and Joseph. And this is Mary's response, starting in verse 46 of chapter 1. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked on the humble estate of his servant. For behold, from now on all generations will call me blessed, for he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm, he has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones and exalted those of humble estate. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham, and to his offspring forever. 
and Mary remained with her about three months and then returned to her home. Now the time came for Elizabeth to give birth, and she bore a son. And her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had shown great mercy to her, and they rejoiced with her. And on the eighth day they came to circumcise the child, and they would have called him Zechariah after his father. But his mother answered, No, he shall be called John. And they said to her, None of your relatives is called by this name. And they made signs to his father inquiring what he wanted him to be called. And he asked for a writing tablet and wrote, His name is John. And they all wondered. And immediately, Zechariah's mouth was opened and his tongue loosed and he spoke, Blessing God. And fear came on all their neighbors, and all these things were talked about through all the hill country of Judea. And all who heard them laid them up in their hearts, saying, What then will this child be? For the hand of the Lord was with him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Man, what a great passage. Um, A couple of things really stand out to me and encourage my heart that I'd love to share with you. The first is um, the portion that I read at the beginning, verses 46 through 56. This is Mary's response, also called the Magnificant. And um, if you have ever done daily evening prayer or morning prayer out of the Book of Common Prayer, this is something that is um, prayed daily. So as we integrate that into our family worship, I would just highly encourage you to commit this portion of Luke chapter 1 to memory as it's such an encouragement for so many different things. Um, The other thing that really stands out to me, so like another shameless plug here, if um, you participated in our week of 24-7 prayer earlier in December, we hosted that through 24-7 prayer ministry. And they actually have an app that I have recently found and listened to in the evening as it just spends some time in prayer and reflection on scripture. And they also have a family app. And so yesterday we were doing the family app and this part of Luke 1 was the portion that we were reflecting on. So it made my podcast a little easier since it's something that I've been thinking about the last 24 hours. The name of the app is Lectio365. If you're looking for something else to integrate into a daily rhythm of meditating on God's word. So the passage from Reflection yesterday was this part where they're going to name the baby that comes to Elizabeth. And they're like, oh, you're going to name him Zechariah because that's the custom is to name the son after the father. And in another translation, it says Elizabeth spoke up. And she said, no, his name shall be called John. And of course, all the neighbors are like, this is weird. Um, None of your relatives are named John. So then they have to verify and ask Zechariah, who is still mute at this time, unable to speak. So he gets out a tablet and writes down, his name shall be John. Right, because Gabriel came to both of them and said the baby's name should be John. But I think what was so beautiful and what was standing out to me in such an encouragement is... When the culture around us, when our neighbors, even our family members may not understand the words that the Lord has spoken to us, the courage that Elizabeth has to speak up was just, wow, that is so encouraging to my heart. And so whatever circumstance we may be in, 
I just would encourage you, um, yeah, not to stay silent, but to speak up um, when the Lord has spoken to you clearly, um, or whether it's in a conversation about the truth of who Jesus is. Like we get to be proclaimers of that truth. So I hope that encourages you and would just end our time and ask you to reflect on what is something that the Lord would have you speak up about today. As you think about words that he's given you or truth that you know, what is something that the Lord would have you speak up about today? Father God, I just thank you for your word. I thank you for so many resources that we have now where we can reflect and meditate on your word, where we can commit it to memory, um, that it is const- it can be constantly around us. So I thank you for this portion of scripture that you have allowed me to meditate on so often. And I also thank you for repeating this word for myself of speaking up boldly. God, thank you that um, even in the midst of hard circumstances, that your Holy Spirit can speak through us, whether we're proclaiming the good news, whether proclaiming a word that you have given us, God, I pray that you would give us the courage um, to hold fast to the promises that you give us in scripture, and that we would, like Elizabeth, be full of boldness and be able to speak up into those situations. God, we love you. We thank you for your son, Jesus, and that we get to be in this time of Advent, of waiting and anticipating his birth and what that means for us as your children. Through our lives and by our prayers, may your kingdom come.